Jazz. This song goes out to Shirley Loving from Georgetown, California. Hey, Shirley. Yahtzee!
That song goes out to my grandmother, Shirley Loving. She uh, is a wonderful woman who uh, is known by most people as the sweetest person in the world. And she actually uh, had a nasty spill earlier this week that uh, landed her in the hospital. And she was on uh, life support. And at the very moment of this recording, I'm actually recording this late at night on Thursday, just because of how everything's been going this week. I've had to really rearrange my schedule. Um, and it's just been, it's been tough. It's been a tough run for the last couple of weeks. Uh, but I wanted to really pay tribute to my grandmother and, and focus my energy on, on her as I'm spending all my time trying to keep things rolling with the show and, and with my personal life and my mental health, all of this stuff is, is snowballing along as, as, uh, you know, my grandmother is on life support currently, and uh, I, probably by the time you've heard this, since I released this on midnight uh, Friday morning, uh, my my grandmother might be already uh, passed. She might have moved on to the next phase. Fortunately, we were afforded the time to all visit her and uh, lay, sit by her side and, and wish her everything that we needed to do and... I'm not so good with this death stuff. It was really tough for me to get to the hospital to see her. I was in denial. It just grand, Grandma Shirley was uh, she was a uh, she was a second mom to me basically. Um, it was just just tough to to hear that news because I didn't expect it. It it just wasn't something. It's not it's nothing you can expect. So one thing that I I'm taking away from this is that you need to remember to, to just reach out to your family. I mean, I know that there's a lot of tension right now and, and everything that's going on, and we might all have our differences, but there's somebody in, in your family or your friends or in your community that you're close to. Just reach out to them. Just let them know how you feel. Just say hello. Just that they mean something to you. Um, I think just an acknowledgement like that could mean the world to you if you weren't afforded the chance to say goodbye. So I wanted to thank you for all the positive messages and support. It feels great to feel loved by so many, but more importantly, it touches me to hear your stories and how relatable struggles with mental health can be. I think the best way to move forward in positivity is for us to continue to cultivate a community of awareness and support. In great words, I'm sorry, I'm just... Uh, in the great words of John Lennon and Paul McCartney, I get by with little help from my friends. What would you think if I sang out a tune? Would you stand up and walk out on me? Lend me your ears and I'll sing you a song And I'll try not to sing out a key Thank you for tuning into this week's episode of the Rad Podcast. I really appreciate everybody's understanding, and most of all, I really appreciate your support and all all things that have been going on. Uh, I know that I haven't really shared too much on the air about everything and all the little details, but you know, you know that I've been through. If you if you've been paying attention and if you've been following along on the show, um, I had a, a seizure episode 
that had occurred about three weeks ago that was uh, landing me in the ER. And it's, I've been spending too much time in the hospital, people. Something's got to change. So I've got, uh, I have to um, just really point out that I received a flood of support and emails and I pages and pages of stories that um, just touched me. And I, I don't really, I take this stuff for granted because I don't really get exposed to what everybody else is going through. And it's just amazing how if one person with a platform opens up about being human, then it just, it, there, there's a, there's a chain reaction and it, and it just resonates with so many. So I'm going to share some of those stories here um, and, and uh, just responses to what I went through and also how relatable it is. And, and my effort in doing that is to bring more awareness to mental health and the importance that it is, especially right now with everything that's going on in the world. I know that we just have been having so much tension and strife and, and, and so much negativity, and it's only going to bring you down if you keep focusing on that. And I feel like if we huddle together as a community and work together um, to try to lift each other up, I think we can create a better uh, place for us all. And I think that we can actually get through this, uh, get through this pandemic, maybe just by helping each other. And I, I'm going to try to um, share some techniques and I've got some fun things planned over the next couple of uh, episodes that is going to get more involved. It's going to get everybody else um, involved. I'm going to do some, uh, like a 30 day challenge. Uh, it's, it's called the 30 day gratitude challenge. Um, there's also some other things that we're going to do that I, I do want to just cover this, this card that I received from my grandmother. I'm not going to harp on this too much, but uh, just to give you a sense of how things work out for a reason it's almost like the universe is speaking to you or or you know god has a plan whatever your beliefs are i i believe that there's there's a reason everything happens and it just so happens that when uh my seizure incident happened i kept to myself quite a bit and i've retreated into my into my own bubble when i go into these spells of depression or anxiety and i and i don't know if you experience the same thing, but it's just harder to reach out to people because you appear to be weak and you look at yourself and you're, and you're thinking, well, if I call them, they're just going to give me a guilt trip and I can't take that kind of, uh, take that kind of criticism for, for, for how I've been. And it'll just bring me down more. And then it's just spirals and spirals. And you know, that's where the, that's where my head goes anyways. And I'm just sounding crazier and crazier. But point of this being, I kept to myself after this whole incident when I had this seizure that was caused by stress and anxiety, uh, malnutrition, exhaustion. I wasn't sleeping. There was just so many things. It's just a recipe for disaster where my body just said, you know what? If your heart and your your mind are going to do what uh, what's good for you, then your body will. And it just went into complete restart, you know, blue screen, shut down, uh, control, all delete. Let's get out of here. And it, and it, it, it scared me. I was instantly shifted into this new state of of mind that I knew that I needed to change something but I didn't know exactly what to do because I just didn't take my mental health seriously um and so leading up to all of this I've 
really left my family behind. I just, I've focused on my career and I've focused on uh, just myself. And it's, it's thinking back, it's like, okay, it's selfish, but life happens. And I, I know that there's so many understanding parents and folks and, and grandparents that are like, you know what, we've lived our lives and we know that it, life happens and it just gets busy. So the point of this is after two days after this, uh, the seizure that sent me to the ER, I get a phone call from my grandmother and it's on October 8th. And I remember the date because it's actually her birthday. And I always remember this and, but we're also like Facebook friends. So it was just like, a, it, it was almost like her, her name was always visible to me. I'm, I'm always connected. And so I always was seeing her name throughout the whole day. And I had a doctor's appointment that day. It was like the follow-up appointment after the seizure. And uh, she calls me and I, I, my go-to move is just to let it ring. And I hate admitting this, but I just, I, sometimes I just can't get the strength or the bravery to answer the phone. It sounds so weird to me even to say it out loud because how hard is it to answer the phone and how good does it feel to talk to somebody that loves you? I don't know why I did this to myself. So on October 8th, she calls, ring, 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 almost all the way to the point of where it's uh, getting to the voicemail. Click, hello? I answer. And she, uh, and I'm, well, first thing I say is, happy birthday, Grandma. And she's like, hey, thank you. Um, actually, I was just calling to check in on you because, you know, she had heard through the grapevine because I did tell my dad. Of course, I'm going to tell my dad and, um, you know, the, the, my immediate family and, you know, Mrs. Brandon and everything. Everybody so was, was informed, but weren't contacted. I wasn't talking to anybody. It was just, I took, took it personally. And, uh, so we're just continuing our conversation and, you know, I apologize for not calling her because that's like my go-to. I always have to apologize because of all of, all of this lead into this, this, uh, this setup here was, uh, the reason why I apologize. And so she says, don't worry. It's okay. I just want to make sure you're all right. And I asked her if she's okay. And we have our, you know, little back and forth about health stuff and, and just how things are going. And she just, I just wanted to say that I, I love you. Or I, I said, I want to say I love you. And then she said, you have no idea how much you are loved. And that was the last time I spoke to her. And it was October, this, uh, the Monday of this week, it was October 19th that I, uh, that night. That I learned that she had uh, fell and bumped her head a little too hard. So um, fast forward, I, I go to the hospital this week and I, I visit her. I pay my my respects, and uh, she she has this neurological um, issue, you know, because you you fall down, your legs give out, and your head hits something hard. It's gonna cause trauma, and it's gonna cause. Uh, irreversible damage. So, um, having those moments next to her and, uh, sharing those moments with my grandpa, who's older than my grandmother, who's in his eighties and, uh, seeing her hand or seeing his hand touch her feet and grasp for her hands, seeing people of that age and that real, Love was powerful. And the showbiz guy in me was like, take a picture, <laughs> big video, you know, like capture this. This is, this is the stuff they put on time magazine. This is just beautiful. And of 
course I didn't, but uh, it was it was it was the perfect exit uh, that I needed for her. And um, so, fast forward a couple of days, and, and so the reason why she's still on life support is because we wanted to make sure that all the family could get together. And my aunt is uh, from lives in New Zealand. She married a Kiwi. Uh, so she lives down there and she was able to fly out here in a day and a half, almost two days. She got in here Thursday night and Friday, October 23rd is, uh, the day that we're going to say goodbye. Um, so the day after I get back from the hospital though, this is just yesterday, I get a card and she always, grandma always sent me these cards. It was never my birthday. It was never anything in particular sometimes it was always okay so back up she would always send cards for the birthdays but she would always send cards just because just random things and i know why she sent this one because of my health scare that happened not too long ago so you know she sends me this card and when i open the mailbox i i see it and i immediately know it's from her because it's her handwriting. It's just undeniable. And it's it, it's almost like my handwriting. And it's almost like my dad's handwriting. And it's funny because it's fa- like the, the further down you go in the genera- generations, the sloppier the handwriting gets. So grandma's got great block handwriting. She writes all in caps just like I do. My dad does the same thing. And his is just like scratchier and linier. Grandma's is a little bit like kind of used to do cursive. But now it's just like, oh, it's just block letters. And mine is just like looks like a drunk author that nobody knows until after he dies um so it's um it it was just a slap in the face almost but also at the same it was so heartwarming you know Uh, just kicking a gut not a slap in the face that was a stupid example um and when i opened the card I, i just lost it i couldn't even read the card until later in the day i i just knew it was from her and i knew it was something sweet and i just wanted to read the card for you just to just just for fun on the front, it's got, okay, so a little backstory. I grew up in the hills of, of uh, Georgetown, and there was a, uh, it's just a small town in between Auburn and Placerville in the foothills of California. It's a gold mining area, so there's there's a lot of hill folk, you know, just country people. And she was one of them, and she had just a bunch of, like, country decor and stuff that you'd see, little knickknacks at the the gift shops at, like, uh, you know, little roadside places that... Roadside. Little places on along a, a, the road that uh, just sell little knickknacks and, and paddywhacks and, you know, stuff that you can give your dog. Probably a bone. And uh, it's just, like, little kitschy stuff. I'm, I think I'm going to make this the album, like, the, uh, the episode art, so you'll be able to see what I'm talking about. So if you're listening to this... Go back to the, uh, look at your phone, the album art of this episode. That's what I'm talking about. So what you're looking at right now, the horse kicking the the gold miner off the side of the the, the cliff, that's what I'm talking about right now in this moment. And it says, sometimes life is just a kick in the pants. And then the horse is rearing up to kick the gold miner off off the, the side of the cliff. And it's open it up and it says, other times it's a blunt force blow to the rump. Sending you over a cliff, down a ravine, and on top of a bunch of a bunch of giant cacti. But I know even that could never keep someone like you down for long. And she writes in her fancy block letters, "Love you so much, Grandma." And then Grandpa signs his name every time. 
and it was just so sweet. And it was just a, just almost like a cap, almost, almost like a, uh, just one last little hug of, of the physical world from her. You know, at, at least I got to talk to her and I think looking back now, that conversation that I had on the phone after my incident just a couple of weeks ago, it meant something more than just a checkup. I, I don't want to say like she knew something was coming or, or anything like that, but it just, it happened for a reason. And we were able to uh, put our hearts at peace with each other. You know, like there wasn't any animosity. There was never any animosity. I just didn't, I didn't call enough, you know? So I don't know uh, any other way to um, segue from this other than <sighs> love your family. Love, love the people that you have close to you and don't let them go. So, um, as I mentioned, I've been dealing with a lot of personal stuff and anxiety and, and, and it's just, it's been overwhelming to get this positive response from everybody. Um, I, I know that I had some sort of bullet points here, but I, I think I'm just going to, I'm going to go down this, uh, list of reactions of, uh, Instagram posts. I posted this picture of what mental health doesn't look like. And if you haven't been following on Instagram, not strangled bacon is my handle, not underscore strangled underscore bacon. And I have a picture of me on my phone in the hospital bed just hours after I'd been admitted and woken up from being unconscious for nearly an hour and a half. I was, uh, as I was being led into the ER after I passed out into the seizure state at my house, um, they, they, they put me into the little holding cell after I'd woken up and I, I just come to, and I, I was realizing and I was being told what had happened, not believing it at all. Just like, why? No, I can't get me out of this bed. I'm in trouble. I, I thought I was in trouble. I, when I laid up, I look at, I look across me, I look across the hall, right outside my little window. You know, they have just like the curtains in the ER looking out my partition and there's a cop there. Well, it's a security guard. He's got a gun, handcuffs. I'm thinking, great. I, I did. What did I do this time? You know, I've, I've got some stuff in my past that I've done, and I've moved on from, and I've gotten better from. But in my mind, just coming to out of being in a complete stupor, I was thinking, am I going to jail after I finally get better? Like, is this one of those things? And I just thought I was in trouble. Um, but it was just my mind was in trouble. Um, so while I was laying there, I had to still make sure that the next day's show of the rad radio show was ready to go. And we have other producers on staff that can do these things, but it was having to be done on the fly. And I only had so much time and there were certain things that just needed to be done. So I had this ability to, uh, to access everything remotely. And as I'm, as I'm, as I'm laying in the hospital bed, I'm, well, I'm setting up the show for the next day and I'm some reason Mrs. Brandon thought that it would be a good pick choice to take a picture. And I thought, okay, yeah, take a picture. This is ridiculous. But then looking back after I got that picture, I thought, what am I doing? What is wrong with me? I've got the, this is the problem. I, I can't break away from my, my cycle of just making sure that everything else is taken care of before I am. 
even when I was waking up in the hospital, in the ER, I was coming to and I was freezing and I was scared. I was looking around. Everybody's like, hey, Brandon, everything's okay. You're in the ER. I'm like, what? What am I doing? And and they were, I was shivering because I had barely any clothes on. And I just had like shorts and, you know, this tiny little little tank top type of thing. And, and, and I'm looking around and they said, Hey, do you want a blanket? You look cold. And I said, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. Even, even in that state, I'm, I'm telling everybody else that I'm fine and that I can get my own blanket and I just need to get out of here so I can get back to work sick and twisted in my mind. I, and I just needed to just stop and slow down. And so I posted this picture and I got a resounding response. I didn't expect this. I, and I didn't even really plan on this turning into a, a whole mental health awareness thing, but I realized that it's such a bigger issue than just me and my little phone and my little problems. We're all going through these little phones and these little problems and these, these incidents. And, and I just want to make sure that, that it's, it's stress enough that you're not alone and that we can get through this together. And I have a plan to share these resources that I've been given um, that I think that have helped me, but I also think that if anybody can benefit from that, if we just spend some time to focus on ourselves, our, our inner health, our, our mental wellness and our overall health, I think that we would benefit more in the long run, especially during these times. These times are the toughest times that we've ever encountered in our lives. We don't have to be so hard on ourselves. That's what I'm getting at. So I'm just read some of the responses that I got on Instagram. This is from she be me CC. A wise once a wise woman once told me you cannot pour from an empty cup. I'm getting better at self care, but I will put everyone and everything before myself until I have a breakdown, and then guilt of self care cripples me with anxiety. I'm trying to be better. Good luck to you, Brando. The guilt of self care cripples my me with anxiety. I'm saying uh, this is from at. M.A. DePriest, having worked as an EMT, working three to four 24-hour shifts a week while dealing with anxiety and panic attacks, there is is one thing we are always told, you can't help others if you can't help yourself first. What good are you to the people you care about and want to help if you are incapacitated by the lack of caring for yourself? It sounds harsh until you realize that to those you care about, Losing you is far worse than the slightest inconvenience of you taking a break for you. And as you can tell, I'm struggling to read these things because I think I haven't been kind to myself to give myself a break today. But, you know, life doesn't always work out that way and we still have to move on. But I guarantee you I'm fine. I'm, I'm not saying that I'm trying to, you know, cover anything up. I honestly, I'm great. I'm in a much better headspace. I'm just a little fatigued, so I might stumble and bumble over my words a little bit. That's all I'm saying. And Twins Mom 73 said, I am a healthcare worker, a manager, a therapist, a herder of cats. I keep telling myself just one more email, one more Zoom meeting, one more yes, when I should have said no. My plate is full. Mental health is really important, and I'm taking your situation to heart. The realization that this could happen to me is real. Thank you for sharing. At my fast GLI or my fast I don't know. These it's so hard to identify people through their handles. Like not strangled bacon. What does that mean? It's an anagram, but what does that mean? You know, like my, my fast GLI. I don't know what that means. That means something to you, not me. But that's who you are. So thank you for writing. 
Brandon is a fellow struggler. Your story brought me to tears as I recalled an incident I had a time ago and how I wasn't even fully aware of what I was going through. I'm sorry. That was just funny to me. I <laughs> oh my God, that's funny. All right. I appreciate you bringing your story to us and shedding light on a very real problem. Most face, but don't discuss. Peace be with you, brother. Take time to enjoy life. Hashtag solidarity. Sorry. And then uh, at Cabe Page says, I can't express how much it meant to hear someone I look up to so much go through something so relatable and real. I struggled with mental health my whole life, and it's always been something I viewed as shameful. But hearing you go public with this is inspiring. Thank you for helping to break stigma of mental health. There is no shame in this. And mental health is really something we should be thinking about every day. And I know this is something I'm personally trying to transition from being a background thought to really being at the forefront of my daily routine. And we'll see and talk more about that in the next coming weeks. So don't worry, this is definitely not turning into the wellness show, even though we do talk about, you know, wellness and just overall well-being and, and all the mumbo and jumbo and stuff and, and the energy work. And we're all, it's all driven to get us to a place of positivity. And this is all real life. You'll see different features, ideas, and segments tied to the wellness really weave through the podcast in weeks to come. So I not only hope this helps me to keep this at the forefront of my mind, but also serves as a resource and a tool and a support to the greater rad community as well. Thank you again for all of your support and for inspiring this new element of the podcast. Something I've been thinking about a lot lately is, is relationships and our relationships with others, our relationships with work, our relationships with ourselves, all of it. Thinking about supportive relationships like this group, or sometimes we have toxic relationships in our lives, and I'm sure everyone can relate to that in one way or another. But we always have relationships that really change us, brand a mark on us, and sometimes relationships that leave us as better people than we were before. Long you'll live and high you'll fly, and smiles you'll give and tears you'll cry. And all you touch and all you see is all your life will ever be. Truer words have never been said. Tis life. Let's take time to slow down. Make time to be well. And no matter the amount of time, make it a good one. Namaste, bitches. The Rad Broadcast. The Rad Broadcast. The Rad Broadcast.